Hey, patrons, this is usually something that comes out twice a month uh, for $10 and up patrons. It's uh, all intro episodes that come out about every other week, depending on our release schedule. So if you really love all intros, this is uh, enjoy this benefit uh, and, and think about uh, yeah, becoming a $10 patron. It, it kind of gives you the, uh, if you listen a lot, you're really, you're paying for, you know, the, the consumption of the podcast, but you're also getting more uh, to listen to. So thank you so much. Hey, have you been like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, uh, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out your lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whatever's been causing you... Sleep disturbances, I guess, is it? That, that's a, a term I've heard before, or I've seen it before. You know, stuff that's uh, like whether it's your mind, it's thinking, it's physical feelings of, uh, you know, any, anything going on with your body. If it's emotions, if it's travel, if it's external noise, whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. The way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice and my intention across the deep dark night. I'm going to use my creaky dulcets here. I'm going to try to take my time. I'm going to, like, I call it lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. You forgot the term, you know, something like a gerrymander. Actually, pointless meanders, are, that's what a gerrymander is, I believe. I mean, it couldn't get any more pointless except for, the, you know, the gerrymandees. You think they should have to call themselves a ger instead of a congressman or whatever the hell it is. If you're the benefit, sorry, I don't usually get political, but this is, you know, nonpartisan anyway. You should, you should be a gerrymandee. But, and they say, well, Scoots, maybe you should be, and I say, yeah, well, you know, I'm remembering from about, uh, this might have been freshman, I might have, might have learned about gerrymanders in freshman year uh, history. I'm trying to think in New York State, because we had a two-year history uh, but I think that was due to sophomore and junior year, where you take world history over two years. Mr. P was our teacher. Great, great. Uh, he really loved teaching history. My brother Carl, he's, he's been a history teacher in high school. Important work. Uh, but oddly enough, when it's bedtime, you know, it feels like history is repeating yourself. You know, if you excuse my segue, I mean... The segue with the U, not the EW segues with the, that are always, uh, you know, zipping around and, you know, malls and stuff annoying me. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I, they do annoy me, though, because it said, geez, I thought this was going to be a thing. Remember the promise of the segue? I mean, I, I guess I get into tech stuff or future, you know, I'm not a futurist. I'm a, fu- you know, I'm a, a futurist appreciate. But what is that? A futurist appreciate? Like, I love futurism and, and, you know, and I can remember when the Segway came out. I think that guy, uh, like, e- Elon Musk is the real deal. The Segway person, no offense, and please, I hope it wasn't, you know, Musky Poo that came. And by the way, that's what I call, you know, I call Musky. And Musky Poo had a great week this week. Um, this will come out, like, four weeks after he, he had a great week or a couple weeks after he had a good week, but... I love me musky poo, you know. I love me, you know, and you say, geez, if it was between uh, Eddie Snowden and Elon Musk, that would be a tough call for me. I'd say probably Eddie Snowden, you know, because I kind of feel like we share, you know, not a large number of genes, but more than musky. So, you know, or at least hair genes. So I said, well, I got, I got a soft spot for Eddie. Uh, but anyway, it's going to go on a tangent about segues, but Jesus never, the only thing I see them is mall, you know, I guess it's good to mail people that use it, you know, for lawsuits of people to say, well, now I get to sue the post office. So it's good for those people, uh, you know, hopefully it's not a real, you know, just a, you know, a bruised ankle and then you retire on that. Uh, and the malls and then the tours you can go on with those things. But I remember they said that thing's going to come out. It's going to change our lives. And instead they said, well, how about we take the Segway, the technology? We'll wait about 15 years till the price comes down. 
and will make an incredibly crappy version that's still irritating, and the battery will melt in a lot of them, and then kids will kind of zip around on them. And they say, okay, this sounds good to me. Uh, but anyway, this podcast isn't supposed to be about uh, whatever those things are called, the hoverboards, which I know a lot of people get irritated by. You know, I say, well, that's not a hoverboard. I say, well, yeah, it's a, it's a cheap-ass Segway, but you can't call it that because Segway's trademarked. And, you know, from a brand standpoint, no one's going to buy that. I mean, I probably would. I said, geez, when can I get, if if you would have told me when they say, well, don't worry, Scoots, just stay calm for about 10 years. Uh, and then, you know, 10 years from now, you'll be able to buy yourself a cheap-ass Segway. I would have marked it on my calendar, and, and literally I would have known. I'd have been like, wait a second, is, is it April 2016? Because uh, uh, that's when they finally figured out the uh, cheap-ass Segways where they put you know, the 9-volt, you know, well, how do those run? Well, you know, you take two 9-volt batteries and you plug them into each other, they get really hot. That's what drives the, uh, well, they call them hoverboards, but that's what keeps the cheap-ass segways going. And they say, really? Because you, you, you never made any money on that. You used to connect 9-volt batteries to either your tongue or to each other all the time. And they say, yeah, I didn't realize that it, you know, it had some sort of magnetic polarity or some such thing. And so it does the same thing as the uh, gyroscope in the uh, Segway, but you know, a lot cheaper. So that's how they can get it so cheap. You know, the only problem is the things get wicked hot. You know, but, but anyway, it's, they're cheap. And they say, geez, I'm okay. Do I need to wait in line to get one of those? So anyway, I thought it was, it was, that was okay material there, I, I, but but distracting. This is the idea of the podcast is to take your mind off of stuff. I don't know what my point is in there. Seg oh, I was trying to segue into something, and it, that's okay. So this is exactly how the podcast works. Wow, like a once again, you know, I open my mouth and I remove all doubt. You know, and that just happens. It just happens naturally. <laughs> it's, uh, so so I was trying to segue from, from you know, setting up the podcast to how I'm going to distract you. And, you know, I zipped right away. My segue caught a hold of me and I zipped into a segue. I don't know. I guess I got caught up, and then I said, "Well, let's see." And then I went on a little hoverboard tangent there. Uh, so, if you're new here, clearly I'm not a person to be taken seriously. Uh, but, but it, you know, I, I have the best intentions. I mean, I guess I don't. If you're a shareholder of, you know, Segway Incorporated, uh, but but other, you know, and I said, "Well, geez, I'm just jealous. It's just passive aggressive." Uh, so take it as a take it as a compliment. You know, I, I definitely you know, I don't think I, I I don't think I should own a Segway, or I wouldn't really have anything to do with it. It'd be hard for me to lose it, but you know, I don't even have anywhere to put it. So, uh, so it's just yeah, it's just a little powerlessness creeping out of me in a passive aggressive way. So sorry, I'm sorry, Segway. Oh, the Segway, the Segway does kind of look like it's frowning sometimes, at least in my brain. But so, uh, that's the podcast. I try to distract you. The rest of the podcast will be a little bit more of an uh, intro, and then I'll go into a story. Uh, but the thing is, you're under no obligation to listen. You'll, you you can just drift off to sleep whenever you want. You just kick back. You, like, let my mind take, you know, whatever's racing, whatever narrative uh, at least this is my theory that you might be constructing either consciously or unconsciously, you know, around what's keeping you up. And then that kind of says, well, then it kind of runs itself, you know, just like a segue that you don't own. That's irritating the hell out of you. Or like a neighborhood of those freaking kids on those hoverboards zipping around. Uh, for a lot of people, that's what bread bedtime feels like. And metaphorically, I mean, holy crap. Uh, if that's how it really is when you go to bed, uh, that you live in some, well, uh, honey, we should have never bought a house in Segway Village. You know, I told you. They say, well, I thought it was just a term. 
Well, they had all the segways on the, uh, you know, it says two segways per household. But I didn't know about these damn hoverboards. Uh, so if you live in Segway Village, I, I can try to help you. Can't make any promises because, man, I'm getting irritated just thinking about that. I probably will. You, give me your address. No, don't give me your address because, I mean, you know, I have enough problems. But I, I, w- I would, uh, man, that would be crazy annoying. So if things are a little bit less annoying like that or metaphorically like that, or you could have anything going on with you keeping it up. And if you can relate to that, all that zipping and irritating and stirred up feelings, and you say, Jesus, Scooter, you really seem resentful of these things. And I would say, you're right. I thought we covered it with the passive aggressive thing. And yeah, I didn't get, okay, okay, let's put all the cards on the table. I did not get a hoverboard for Christmas. So, boom, the cards are on the table. Uh, and every person I asked for it said, you know, they said, because we love you. We can't get you. you, you come on. That's what every person, they sat me down. And they said, it's not because, it's, I mean, they're wicked cheap. You know, we could get one of these ones that uh, they're trying to offload. But you know what will happen if you if you get one of those scoots. And I said, not this time. I said, I'll wear a helmet. And they said, well, you you would need one of those corporate retreat uh what else called sumo suits? So and and those are expensive. So yeah, no. So yeah, okay. Their cards are on the table. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of resentments around these uh, items. Uh, but even if it's metaphorical for you, like that you have some adjustment to reality, unlike me, you know, or you could pity me, and then drift off. You say, well, you know, things are looking up. You know, I, I haven't been. You know, just just think about that because, you know, this is, this is, he just laid his car. Okay. And, and maybe your brain parts, your irritated parts will say, yeah, you're doing pretty damn good compared to this scooter guy. And then, the, you know, and sometimes your brain parts can come up with better jokes than me because they could go on, you know, they could do a whole scooter routine now of how I can't even uh, clearly, and they're correct. I can't, you know, I got when scooters were popular, I couldn't get one of those either for Christmas. It was just like a 1950s movie. I went to all this. They said, no, no, we're not allowed to sell you a scooter, scoots. And then my shoulders would slump. Uh, So if that's what's going on with you, I I, want to distract you from that. Because, you know, that's a skill set I do have. And I don't need a helmet. I don't need the, the sumo suit. You know, I'll just take a couple bends. Obviously, I just, and I still can, you know, I got, I got a brain full of stuff about it. my brain. I'm trying to, you know, I say, we got to close out this intro brain. I say, well, I still, we have 800 more agenda items related to scooters. And I said, well, okay. And I say, and sometimes I say, can you just give me the funny stuff? And then it's like uh, Keystone Cops. I hear stuff in my brain just all running into each other. And then I'm like, that part's not funny. That's sad. Come on. And then I say, okay, let me just close out the intro. So the idea of the podcast is to distract you, to take your mind off. So a little lighthearted, definitely strange. But all of it so, so you can stop listening to whatever's running through in your head or your body or your feelings or outside of your house. Uh, but you don't have to take me seriously. I'm, I'm just going to be going on and on for about 45 more minutes here be in a story form from, from here on out. Uh, but but it, it'll be, you know, it'll, it'll be gentle turns and meanders. But but I have another promise. If you, if you can't sleep, if you're one of those people that can't sleep, I, obviously, you know, I, I'm not a person, you know, I got a lot of stuff going on in my brain. So, so I can relate to the people that, that really have trouble falling asleep. So so if you need this podcast, you know, I'll be here for the next 45 minutes giving it my all. Uh, now, when I give it my all, it, it becomes mildly entertaining, you know. So, so it'll be like a little bit like, a, you know, something alternative to listen to to keep you company. So if you can't sleep, if you can't sleep and you can drift off, don't feel obligated. You, you won't miss much because they just talked about segues for, you know, I think that guy talked about his emotional, say, man, I don't know what, like, uh, what kind of therapist would even deal with those kind of issues. He's got issues with uh, 
in, in like, you know, not just moderate ones. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, what can I say? Uh, you know, let me take your mind off stuff. If you can't sleep, I'll be here. I'm glad you're here. I know it takes a heavy amount of skepticism uh, to try something like this out. So I appreciate your time. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. And uh, what else? Uh, I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who edits the show, does our theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann, a.k.a. the Mystery Bard, on our Lola Jingles. Uh, we have a Facebook group over at sleepmomiepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank Alexandra, Laura, Lida Lie, Jennifer B., Julie C., and Rachel L. to the G., who not right over there. And that's it. Let's get on with the show. Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble uh, staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night. Whatever's got you, uh, if it's thinking, you know, just m- moving, partners moving, snoring, feelings, something that happened today, something that happened 30 years ago, or something you're thinking about in the future, or all of the above. I'm going to try to help you out. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to send also along with it my intention to try to help you fall asleep. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. I'm going to mix up my metaphor. I'm going to use scrambled metaphors, actually. I don't just mix my metaphors. I scramble them. And unscrambled word scrambles, which is what a scrambled metaphor is. You see how hard it is even to make it? I see. I remember one time they said, could you unscramble these metaphors? This was when I, like, uh... I had, you know, one, every once in a while, the podcast crosses over to one of those normal universes. I don't know if you watch any superhero, you know, any of those shows where they cross over. And I think they call it the Efficiency Universe. And they said, they said, welcome to the Efficiency Universe. And they said, can you, I don't think you can do a double take or this was a quadruple take on the podcast. But it goes, wait, 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 what? what? I'm sorry, Efficiency Universe. And they said, yeah, yeah, can you, you, they said, you're welcome to stay here. And you'll be, you'll, you'll, you know, in this universe, you're going to be super efficient. And I, you, you should have heard me, you know, you, you know, my heart is not, it was so, I've never been more filled with joy. So I said, are you sure this isn't the joy universe? Because uh, they couldn't stop laughing. They said, what are you laughing at? I said, could you say that again? I'm going to be, and they said, you won't believe how efficient you are. In this universe, all your, as soon as we unscramble these metaphors, and they said, wait a second, are these scrambled metaphors? They they said, actually, you can't stay. I said, I know. That's why I was laughing. I thought it was uh, ridiculous. And I said, it's for the best. I would just, uh, you know, I don't want to crush anymore. I've I've, I've got enough universe uh, irrecoverably. He said, how do you say that word? And then they said, well, that's not what we do here. They, they said, just shorten it down and find an alternative word with another meaning. And I said, permanently damaged. And they said, and then we shook hands. And I think that was, she, she was the, uh, she had a sash on. So I don't think an efficiency universe has, probably they do though, a dictator. Are dictators more efficient than royalty? I mean, they definitely don't have whatever, what do we have, a pseudo-democracy? What do, what do you call that? Uh, we have, oligarchy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Thank you. You're so, fi- i, I, I got to get back to the podcast. been lovely visiting you. But, yeah, so this podcast is not, it's not efficient at uh, getting points across. And it's not even, because I guess that whole word efficiency, it can be a frightening word. I don't know if anybody else is having a mild reaction to it or more. Uh, luckily I have, it has a dual meaning to me. So, so maybe I could, so this is kind of, this will be a point, this will be, this isn't a mixed metaphor. Or I, I honestly don't even know what the hell a mixed metaphor is. I know what a scrambled metaphor is. Cause I, I mean, I, 
So tell me if this is a mixed metaphor. Okay, actually I can't because I'm distracted. So so I'm going to go on a tangent. I guess I was trying to get that because I like that how that sounds, scrambled metaphor. But so let me take it. So this is how a podcast works. I'm going to try to take your mind off of stuff. But you'll soon realize, you say, well, he kind of, he's kind of droning on and on there. And yeah, I'm just trying to help you take your mind off so you can listen to me instead of engaging whatever the narrative is within your mind, your body, or your feelings that's going to, you know, try to keep you up at night. So, so almost like I'm holding your hand as we cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. Uh, but it, uh, yeah, so the word efficiency has two meanings for me. There's a word, you know, around uh, the David Allen-esque word about getting things done. And I think they have a little productivity, they call it nowadays. They say, well... Uh, but productivity, that's the, uh, like, holistic, that, that's what they'd say. Oh, it's the holistic version of efficiency. Well, let me lay this meaning on, because I was just in Syracuse, New York, briefly. And I, I, I happened to get to peek at these two large apartment buildings I used to be a cleaner in. I think that was my title. Summer help, that was my title, even in the winter. I think it was called summer help. But I had a lot of jobs there, cleaning mowing, washing, vacuuming, you know, different forms of cleaning. I think they, they, the people running that place were smart enough not to let me do very much painting. I don't know if I, I was able to do scraping, which I hated, scraping paint, weed whacking, uh, mopping, oh my gosh, the mopping, but never any waxing, They they knew again. That way, and they were right. Waxing's not, it's beyond my capabilities. I think they tried to teach me once this nice man, I think this nice guy, Rick, tried to teach me how to, but I said I couldn't do it. But one of the words I think of, despite this myriad of experiences I had there, endless podcast episodes, we we could be, but it was so boring, it couldn't even be on the podcast because, uh, but I think I developed a rigor to withdraw from from the world and into my mind there when I'm mopping 35 floors, you know, or sweeping the uh, the, the the stairwells and stuff. But they had different kinds of apartments there, and one type of apartment they called an efficiency apartment, which I think was a studio apartment. I think they just called it an efficiency, uh, which I said, geez, which would you rather, which which is less depressing? efficiency or studio i said well let me see let me get in there and look and then you look and you say well geez, it doesn't matter and i say yeah i guess the studio studio you know for a podcast you say yeah yeah i got myself a studio i live there and i cook there and i unwind there don't record the podcast there because it's too much of an echo but yeah i got myself a studio uh, but anyway, this isn't a joke, but it's that. Uh, but it's it's a meaning of that word. If every time I hear the word efficiency, I think about those apartments, and then I think about cleaning them. Because uh, when someone would move out, that would be one of the main jobs we'd see on the board. There was a board, and it would say, "Oh, these efficiency apartments have been, you know, they need to be cleaned." And I think they would be cleaned, and there was a couple layers of cleaning, but then there, then they'd be painted. And sometimes they would be painted and then they'd be cleaned. But it, it always made me think that's what an effi- when I hear the word efficiency, you know, either I hear that thing and they say, I, I guess I don't, like efficient, yeah, I don't know. So so this is a podcast here. This That was probably one of my most boring tangents and not even scrambling of a metaphor because they said, because uh, they didn't even, but it was, so yeah, wow, boy. Like, so if, but think about it, like uh, every time you hear that word now, just picture me with a little spray bottle. Usually I prefer to clean. Uh, we divide it. If there was two of us, we would, uh, the efficiencies were a little bit easier to clean. Uh, so the three part, we divided up usually kitchen or bathroom. And I think if you got the bathroom, then you had to clean the stove, uh, the oven, because the cabinets are really hard to clean. And then, the, and I preferred, I guess I preferred cabinets, I guess. I, I don't really remember cleaning a lot of bathrooms. I, I mean, of vacated apartments. My job in the morning was to clean the uh, lobby restrooms. That was part of my morning work. Uh, but so I would just scrub the cabinets. 
inside and out, and that was a lot of work. Uh, a green scrubby, it, it will clean anything, though, just so you know, with, with the right. So, it, so sometimes I can just drop some serious, boring tangents on there. So anything, anytime, I guess, this is like a, I guess sometimes I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to empower people. And I guess it's a new form of empowerment because it's like a low powerment. You see, Wookie Scooter's going on his uh, empower, empower, well, he wants to call it the empowerment tour, but it, low powerment tour because depowerment. And it's like, yeah, no, it's low powerment. Like, not quite sleep mode, but we're getting close. Or the empowerment tour, sleep mode. Yeah, see, that's not really. But so, if you hear the word efficiency, like at night, I guess this is a scrambled metaphor. It scrambled the hell out of this one. Because I guess this is how the podcast works. You lay down a bed and you get words like efficiency in your head. And then they take on all sorts of emotional entanglements and you start having all these feelings. And they say you're never going to fall asleep because you're not efficient enough with your daytime uh, or, or, or whatever. And I guess this might be the first actionable thing. That's why it's in, it kind of a form of low powerment. Soft power, low powerment. Soft low powerment. Scooter's big on the soft power. He still doesn't know what it means, but he loves saying it. I was quoting someone there, an imaginary person, not talking about myself in the third person, just to clarify. You know, it's way more normal. So you see, you know. Anyway, it get distracted. So if that word efficiency, this is how the podcast works, and it's an actionable step. Just start picturing me scrubbing at a cabinet real slow and daydreaming, because that's what I did for like three summers and three winters. In between going to school, scrubbing, scrubbing away. And I, I guess that was like, uh, I'm sure I was, big, I mean, maybe I was thinking about someone I had a crush on, but otherwise I was probably, who knows what I was doing, probably boiling in some resentments too, but mostly I was drifting off. So yeah, that was like the, uh, that was like the most boring Big Bang there ever was. That was the Big Bang of the podcast over a long, boring time. So if you hear the word efficiency, just picture not very. I'm in an efficiency, somewhat efficiently scrubbing slowly at a cabinet and, and daydreaming. And that's kind of what the podcast is, but it's just me talking and trying to take your attention. But you say, well, I don't really need to listen to this guy. Now, if it's your first few times here, try it. Try to show out a couple of times. I hope it works for you. It doesn't work for everybody. You don't have to fall asleep. This isn't a sleep solution. It's kind of like a sleep offering. You turn it on. You listen to it. Maybe you drift off. You don't need to listen. You don't need to really remember much. At the same time, if you can't fall asleep, you're under no pressure to do so. I'll be here slowly scrubbing away at, at, at any doubt about a. Uh, is Scooter, uh, okay, scrubbed away at any doubts you had about Scooter's, uh, you know what I mean. So, you know, I'll be here the whole time trying to be mildly entertaining, mildly amusing, and keep you company in the dark, uh, and keep you company in the deep dark night. So I'm glad you're here. I really appreciate you stopping by, because I know the skepticism, well, one, if you listen to this, you say, that's a different level of skepticism than when you first heard about the podcast. You say, I'm a sleep podcast, eh? Well, those are a dime a dozen, you know, or whatever. But yeah, this one's a little different. So give it a couple shots. I hope it helps you out. And I appreciate your time. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, housekeeping. Web www.sleepmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Give me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter on Facebook, Sleep With Me, or on Facebook, Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who edited this episode and did the music, the music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on the lullabies. We've got a Facebook group, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank Alexandra, Laura, Lida Lie, Rachel L to the G, Jennifer B, Julie C, who moderate over there, and they do a wonderful job. And whatever you can afford to support the show on a monthly basis, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. And here we go. 
I hate you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is smooth out a little safe place here. You know, smooth it out, uh, rub it down, back it, twist it, rub it around. A smooth, safe place. And uh, I don't know, I get carried away there with this the safe placemaking. But that's what I do here. You, you never get to use placemaking unless you're, you know, in the map business or the, you know, placemaking. I wonder if people that work at in placemats, so they say, what, what do you do? What, what kind of business are you in there, Bob? I'm in the placemat, placemat making business. That's a mouthful. Placemat making. Let's see if we can come back to that. I like that. And for another thing, now I always get on these irritated tirades. Mildly irritated. Where, where the hell, what the hell happened to placemats? I mean, I, I kind of sound like a scratchy, but, but I can remember the glory day. I think I was, I think I was a young lad in the glory days of placemats, uh, when they weren't just for for children, you know, that were learning to eat. What those, those are called babies, I believe, but they're not babies anymore because, but they're not toddlers. I wouldn't say they're definitely. I guess they're babies. You got your, you got your inf- newborn, you got your infant. Your baby, and then also it's a toddler. What what is it in in between in between the, the, the those the, the toddler and the baby stage? And don't say child because that's a trick trick answer. Uh, but anyway, maybe I'll come back to that. Maybe I'll put a place making. Maybe I can do some place making and the placemat making. Uh, but I guess I got. But I'm going to tr- create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's got you up at night. Whatever has you tossing and turning, whether it's thinking, feeling, sensing, hearing. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing something with my hands right now. You probably know what it is, like doing the old circular motion with my hand. Like, come on, Scoots, think of the word that's in your brain. You know, but but emotional stirring. Uh, you know, any anything, you could be traveling, you could have had a bad day, you could have had a good day, you could be, whatever it is, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to distract you, I'm going to try to take your mind off of it. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night here. And my intention, and my intention just means I'm, I'm going to be here for you, whether you're listening or not, and you're under no pressure to listen. But let me just put that out there right up front. Uh, let me just ease your fears. You know, if the placement making didn't ease any fears of sensibility, you know, let me just tell you, you know, I'll be doing my best to make it kind of make sense. But but you see, you just drift off whenever you feel like it. I'm a friendly, I'm a friendly rambler. I guess if, if, if I had a book, I guess it was, if I had a gardening book that wasn't about gardening, but it was about putting people to sleep. Gingerbread Press, 2022, The Friendly Rambler, if Gingerbread Press is still in business, which probably doesn't look so, so hot thus far. Because uh, this is a gingerbread, this is what they, I think they call it the balance sheet. The gingerbread, gingerbread Press balance sheet is uh, Lawsuits 41 as of this morning. I haven't checked the email. Uh, books printed. None, New Zealand, no, no books printed yet. But I'll be the friendly rambler. You know, I'm not, I'm not a published author. And you know, obviously, I'm trying to come up with that. You know, I'm trying, but, but I haven't filed through on creating my own. What is it called? Is that an imprint? I mean, maybe I, I can hear you. I, I can hear the most sensible part of my brain. Why don't you just cut out the middleman scoots instead of writing books? Gingerbread, gingerbread press placemats, and I say you're brilliant, but I actually got to do this podcast intro. How come the only time in my life you come up with good ideas isn't? Oh, it's being recorded. About perfect. Okay, so I'll get back with you. By the way, I've never met you. What part of the brain are you? Oh, 
which is just a strange chemical imbalance that was just only this one unique moment in my life where I had a good idea. Okay, thank you. I guess I'll never see you again. Well, it's it's been a pleasure. Uh, Sorry about that. I just had a good idea. Maybe. But anyway, I'm going to try to take your mind off. So I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. Did I say that already? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get distracted. I, I guess it's not distracted. I'm going to get curious because I am curious about this placement thing. So I'll go on a little tangent here. And I try to make this, I try to make the tent as big as I can. Because I know some of you younger people, some of you new people might be like, what, what in the heck is a placemat? Isn't that the thing they give you, they give the bratty kids sitting two tables down to draw? Well, that's what it is now. So this will be a this will be a mini version of, of what what to expect the rest of the show. I mean tonight I'll be talking about uh, season premiere of Game of Thrones, and then we'll talk about what came up in the episode, and what the episode made me think about, and maybe we'll have some other stuff going on there, uh, but just in a micro sense. So at one point they would sell placements. I think most of them were covered in the paper. They were laminated. Well, there were some that were laminated. I mean, you had the high-end doily placemats. Those, those that didn't, you know, I had eight kids or six kids in my family. But there were times we, we were living large and we all had our own. Well, I think there were times, and they might have been homemade placemats, but I think there were times where you'd pick up placemats. I guess I can kind of see why the place placement business, the, the, the great placement decline. I said, what, 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 hey, hey, Shelly, why is Bob so down? Well, the great, you know, the great placement glut, you know, and then the crash. You know, Bob was a placement, placement, placement maker. He was in, what did I say? I thought I had a wittier way of saying it earlier, but now I lost that witty thing. Well, wasn't Bob an engineer, though? Well, yeah, he was in placemat placemaking. He would build the play- factories that the placemat barons, you know, made their fortunes, you know, at the expense of the workers and, the, and the, you know, while of the working, working men and women in the United States. Because uh, it turned out the placemat, all it did was just cause the spills to go up onto another part of the table or to, you know, you know, you'd, carry, you'd try to carry the crumbs. It would just move. It, did, it didn't actually, you know, do anything useful. You know, Bob had big ideas of vacuum-based placemat, but, you know, that short-circuited. And uh, they tried all these things, but they just decided, you know, why bother? You know, sometimes my curiosity leads me to places of interesting stuff, but I guess the placemat, for anybody that's too young to remember or... You know, you maybe people that lived in the real glory days before I was alive of play. Maybe there was some good days of placemats. Um, you know, I just lived in the uh, plastic coated placemat era, the PCPE. Uh, for you know, for those of you that you know use a placemat based calendar instead of that Roman one or whatever the heck it is. Yeah, I can see why. I can see why there's not much placemat material, you know, because I think I just ran right through it and I ran right up against. Some, I could use a placemat to, you know, I guess I need to do some placemaking here in the intro where I'm really. So that's it. Sometimes I, you know, sometimes I try to go places and it just fizzles out. But it's just like going down a. A, a cul-de-sac, and you look at that, you say, well, that's where the dentist lives, that giant house, honey. And it's so orthodontist, you know, all the time. This was a real conversation. All the times you removed your braces, you know we had to pay for that. Oh, no, really? Anyway, I'm just going to go back to staring out the other window. And then you just, you know, we'll just move on to the next thing, which the good news is it's against Game of Thrones. Now, don't worry, I'll be running through this Game of Thrones episode. You know, I'll, I'll kind of change the action and make it a little more bedtime, bedtime, whatever you call it, bedtime-esque. Well, that's not, I, well, she said, I mean, if you're just correcting my language right now, yeah, and I realize, that, you know, that's a bedtime-esque isn't a word. It's a genre, actually, a genre within a genre. 
yeah, so I'll change it around. So, so if, and if you're worried about spoilers, I try to make it as spoiler free as I can. Um, but and this will come out the week after the episode. So ideally, you've watched it, watch the episode. Uh, but there's also, you know, I'll, I'll use lulling, soothing tones. And the thing is, you can fall asleep whenever you want. But if you can't fall asleep, you know, I'll be here. I'll be giving the, the best. Uh, analysis I can, just like my analysis of the economics of placemats, my analysis of Game of Thrones will be right parallel with that non-cutting edge. You know, you see, what she said, I can't say it's not in-depth or it's, it's uh, not surface. You say, yeah, well, it's lulling and, and soothing and a little bit pointless. And it's a mildly amusing uh, I'm, I'm, all I'm doing is trying to take your mind off stuff, help you fall asleep. I, I've been there. That's why I use the term deep, dark night of falling asleep. So I want to be your companion. Instead of listening to all the rambling going on in your brain or your body or your feelings, you, know, you could give your attention over to me, but but you say, well, geez, uh, well, I give him like 4% of my attention. Like start with 80 and then maybe put another 10% on getting comfortable and, you know, whatever. And then you, you slowly, re, you know, you're, it's called it's called your common sense. Your common sense, well, I'll drop it down. Like, it'll be rapid. I'll say 78, 79. Okay, good. And then you'll be down to give me, like, a neutral percent. Well, Scooter's here. He's still talking. But we're, you know, you're physiologically listening to me, but you're not listening. You know, your, your tympanium or whatever is vibrating, but, and that's fine. That's the deal here. But the other side of it is, uh, if you're like me sometimes and you can't sleep, I'll be here the whole time keeping you company. And I'll, I'll be putting it, put it, putting in the work. So, so I'll be here to take your mind off stuff, be your companion. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. Tell you, if it's your first time, a few times here, First, I'd say a hundred times. I guess a little bit different, off the beaten path. If you're skeptical, you know you should all sleep-related stuff. You you should greet with some skepticism. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. And I appreciate you coming by. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So so thanks for your time. Uh, housekeeping, uh, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can find us. You can get them on the website. You can email me at feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, you can be on Twitter at Dear Scooter on Facebook at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson, who did the theme music for this episode. And I want to thank our, our newest uh, uh, helper on the show, Carl W., Carl W. edited this episode. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on the lullabies. We have a Facebook group over at sleepinmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank Alexandra, Laura, Lydalai, Jennifer B., Julie C., who all uh, moderate over there. And I think that's it. Let's get on to the show. Hey, you've been like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. I'm on the shores of Onondaga Lake, and this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What we do is use uh, lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders slow turns and distractions uh basically i'm gonna try to take your mind off of whatever is keeping you up and i'm gonna create a safe place where you can set aside whatever that thing is whether it's thinking feeling physical sensations just noise travel whatever it might be that's uh keeping you from getting to sleep i'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night I'm going to set my intention to try to take your mind off of stuff and help you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. And right now I'm recording uh, on location, Syracuse, New York, actually Salve, New York, I think. On the shores of a lake from my childhood, uh, Lake Onondaga, 
I started to laugh because uh, my mind went blank. This is your first time here. We don't do all our episodes on location. We, uh, I'm just with my family now, and uh, we try, we're trying to watch a sunset here. And that's a wonderful distraction, you know, a sunset. Maybe distraction's the wrong word, but a wonderful thing to bring your attention into. You, you start to watch it, and the sky changes, and the sun slowly sets, and night comes. But it's a slow, slow process, but it's a process we can't control. It, it happens, and then it happens. I guess it happens every day, so it's stuff to come up with a good metaphor for that. And now I'm just noticing we were going for a walk, and now they're walking back towards me. So I'm going to keep walking here. Hopefully that doesn't distract you. But I hope I can take your mind off of stuff just the right amount. Like, that's the whole thing with this podcast. Like, you watch a sunset, and maybe you get a couple breaths, or you look up at the moon right now, three-quarters moon. Is it waxing? Is it waning? I wish I could answer that question. It sounds like it sounds like a it was cut from the Willy Wonka song. Is it waxing? Is it waning? Uh, grab some paint and let's start painting. And normally these uh, intros are a bit longer, but you know this whole podcast is just taking your mind off stuff. I just happen to be in town here for some family stuff. And I figured it'd be fun to try to get some episodes down and get them recorded. So, uh, I'm going to roll into the next part of this show. And, uh, thanks for stopping by. I really hope, I really yearn to help you fall asleep, and I appreciate your time. Thanks. Oh, and by the way, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepingpodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepingpodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter or on Facebook. Uh, I want to thank uh, Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who edits our episodes and does the theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. Uh, we got a Facebook group, sleepingpodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank all our moderators over there. Julie C, Jennifer B, Rachel L to the G, Lida Lai, Alexandra and Laura. Hey, thanks for your time, and let's get on to the show. Hey, you only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. And all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what perchance, uh, I like to say that every once in a while, what perchance is the rest uh, more, my, a Petruglio, that's my favorite faux Shakespearean character, our buddy Petruglio. Petruglio side, uh, what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place, that's perchance, not even perchance, that's what I'm going to, I don't even know what perchance, to perchance a dream, I don't know. So let me go into, you know, I got to get right out of Shakespearean speak because I'm not good at it. Uh, what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever it is that's been keeping you up, whether you're thinking about stuff, feeling stuff, you got a change or a break in your routine, you're going through something, you know, noises, whatever it is, I'm going to try to distract you from that. And what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, uh, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, leisure, leisurely pace. Or I'm going to attempt a leisurely pace. If, if you knew what was going my, my internal existence is there's nothing leisurely about me. This podcast, though, I don't know, I'm able to, to find that leisurely place. And that's kind of what works. It, it's not just a. I don't know, this isn't just something I do. I, I don't know. I guess I, I hear this thing becoming. Like, uh, I don't. I can't, I can't even think of an example now. It's, it feels like that's like the name of a painting. Like, woman becoming. 
you know, sunset be coming. I don't know what it means, but but this podcast making it, I think that even though it doesn't, it's that this is a little bit of a scooter be coming. Well, I guess that's, that's confusing. If you're new here, what this is what I'm going to try to do is create a safe place, send my voice across the deep, dark night. Those are the two things I think I actually communicated in the last two minutes. And I'm going to try to be your companion. I'm going to try to take your hand and, you know, take your mind off of stuff, but also escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep. I don't know if I'm distracted. I don't. I don't know. I get, but but it, it, that's what I do here. I'm going to use a story story like techniques. Uh, tonight's our ongoing serial story. Uh, get Bissos. Uh, but some people uh, some people fall asleep during the intro. Some people fall asleep at random moments. Some people go listen to the story, and some people listen all the way through. And part of it is I say I've been saying this every once in a while. This this bike is not a sleep solution. Sleep solution. Uh, it's a, a kind of a sleep offering. Sleep offering becoming to talk about. And you see, is that, that's not even good nonsensical. It's just confusing. But uh, I don't know if I ever talked about this uh, art class. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm a very messy person. I'm not skilled with uh, anything involving my hands. Uh, you know, long story, but you know, and then anything involving glue or art or design, my mind just doesn't work that way. But I remember at some point, I liked my art teacher in high school. I had a great uh, affinity for her. You know, thinking about it, she was probably one of the few nuns I got along with. I think she was a nun. I think her name was Sister Joelle. Not positive about that. But she 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 didn't she didn't she didn't seem to pay me any mind as far as that I was messy I wasn't much of an artist, but I loved naming paintings or naming I just, I love naming I said I don't do like it. so that's I guess where the less becoming's coming from. You know the seed was planted back then. I didn't care if I had a decent piece of art as long as I had a different a decent name for my cruddy piece of art. And it's not, it is judgmental, but it's just, I'm not a, uh, a physical artist. Uh, it's just, it's just a fact. I mean, unless you really want to dial it down, you say, well, you're sculpting sound waves, scoots. And I'd say, oh boy, who are you? I, I like, I like your style. That's, uh, you, you, I never met you before. You must be in my brain, but yeah, I'm a sound wave sculptor. But, uh, other than that, I guess I, I, I'm a creaky, you know, I do that on the creaky end of things. But I love naming uh, paintings or drawings, collages. I try to name, you know, it, it, but that's a personal thing. You really don't want, or other kids in my class, they didn't really want me naming their art. I mean, even though, just to be honest, they could have used it. I mean, no offense, but, uh, you know, sailboat on a rainy day just ain't doing it, you know. Uh, I mean, in, in, if, if, if it was doing it, you, you know, the art would have already done it for you. I mean, unless it's like uh, it has no sailboat or no rain, and it says oh, that, that's what I, you know, that's when I'd bust out sailboat on a rainy day. You know, it's a, so anyway, geez, I, I'm not. A, there's no coalescing going on with this intro. Usually, the intro starts to coalesce around some sort of uh, metaphor. But the metaphors are slow coming tonight. But basically, this is a podcast. If you're first few times here, I'm, I'm your boyfriend. And instead of naming paintings or rambling uh, incoherently, I'm going to try to ramble around a story. But you don't need to Oh, that was what I was saying, sleep offering before I got distracted. But yeah, so you don't really have to pay any strict attention. There's no active listening here. Couldn't even call it, I call it reflective listening. You know, just let my words bounce off your eardrums. You know, your mind can process things, but you say, well, geez, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's not, a, he's, he, he, he says he's a sculptor of something, sound waves, which technically we all are, but he is kind of good at coming up to that title, you know, whatever he called himself that he already forgot, a uh, scooter, sound wave sculptor. I think it was a little bit better than that, but, uh. You know, I, I'm going to try to take your mind off. So, but the, the, what I mean when I say sleep offering is, you know, you, you you don't have to fall asleep. You're under no pressure to listen to me. 
but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be giving, giving it my best uh, to give you this little story and called uh, Get Bezos. We're in the middle of it. It'll be mildly humorous, mildly entertaining. It'll have some, you know, familiar. Well, I don't know if there's any familiar. There's familiar elements. Uh, so if you can't sleep right away, you know, just listen. But no, hey, also, you don't got to remember anything. And there won't be any super twists that you're like, oh, boy, I can't believe I missed that yesterday. You know, because if there were still water coolers at work, one, if freaking any jobs would pay for freaking water. And two, you hung out at the water cooler at work. And three, you brought up Scooter and Sleep With Me. Um, You know, you, you, I'd appreciate it. It'd be great. Uh, but the, probably the most engaged look you get would be from the water cooler. You know, it'd say, glub, glub. You say, oh, you like Scooter, too, because the rest of your coworkers would say, hey, did you catch what Scooter was talking about last night? And most of them say, Scooter, you mean the Muppet, the Muppet Show? It's back on again. Great. Uh, what did Scooter do? And someone would say, who's Scooter? Is he the, uh, no, that's Fozzie. Okay, is he the one that, nope, that's, uh, uh, I forgot his name, Rolf or Ralph, Rolf. And then someone else would be, is Miss Piggy and Kermit, I heard a Miss Piggy and Kermit broke up. And then someone would say, and you'd be wanting to, well, not that scooter, but that'd be okay. Just to let it drop and protect you, you know, protect you. You don't got to, or if there was a fantasy world where everyone listened to my podcast and you said, hey, what was Scooter talking about last night? That would be a killer joke. Because uh, if everyone did listen to the podcast, they would crack up. They'd be like, ah, you know, no idea. Uh, a chewing gum on a Ferris wheel. No. Uh, jumping over puddles, man, no, he was talking about becoming, oh, it makes sense. Anyway, uh, back to the, uh, glub, glub, and you say, man, we, it's so nice we have a job with water, water cooler, glub, glub. So, hmm, I don't, I went on a tangent, water cooler tangent there. So, yeah, you don't have to listen, you don't have to remember. But if you if you can't sleep, I'll be here. I'm your boyfriend, so I'm going to be giving it my all to keep you company here in the deep, dark night. Uh, but, but because this isn't a sleep solution, there's no shoulds. You know, just drift off whenever you can. Uh, if this is your first few times here and, and you've gotten this far and you're still on the fence, give it a couple of tries. But, yeah, I do drive a certain uh, and it's, there's no shame in it. I drive people, a certain percentage of people nuts. I, you know, I get on their nerves. So if I get on your nerves, it, it, you know, I'd say give it a few tries because cause there is a, I do, you know, I also grow on people. You know, hey, so what do you think? Yeah, get on your nerves now, I might grow on you later. So stick around, huh? Glub, glubity, glub. Like, see, who doesn't love water cooler humor? Say that. Wait, were those those were jokes? And you say, well, Joe, Joe, jo, they were jokey. So, um, yeah, you can fall asleep whenever you want. You don't have to remember, but you know, I'll be here. That's my thing. I, mean, I, I really want to keep you company here, and help you fall asleep and drift off. But whenever, whenever it happens, you know, we we don't need to force anything here because they get, I get, I'll be here for an hour total. And you can always put it on or, or whatever. And, and, and to be honest, I've been working on this show uh, now for a few years. And now I'm trying to slow down because that's one thing I say, okay, remember to slow down a little bit even more. But, but I think the shows are, are slowly getting better and better. So I hope it helps you. And I know if this, if, if, if this is a skeptical thing, if you heard about this from somewhere... Uh, so I appreciate you giving it a try. I really hope it can help you fall asleep. Yeah, because that's what I desire. I, I yearn uh, to carry you off into dreamland with my silly little stories. You know, my my glubity glubs and my glubita glub glub glubiters. I don't know what a glubiter is. or I mean, glubity glub. I, don't, I can't get this. Uh, I think I, maybe I should partner up with a water cooler. And you say, hey, who's Scooter's Scooter's got a co-host now? Yeah, water cooler. And they're also best friends. And you say, well, geez, who's the, uh, 
you know, then you could make, think of all the jokes you guys could make, you know, about that. You'd say, well, only one of them has any personality. I mean, what would make the water cool? Think about how that would be the happiest water cooler on Earth, probably. Except for all the water coolers that are in cool places, like the one in uh, Muskie's office. Well, every water cooler at Tesla's probably pretty. You know, theme, well, theme parks might not be. Uh, White House, that would be probably a pretty good place to be a water cooler, too. So anyway, uh, that's it. I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you stopping by, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks. All right, housekeeping. We're on web www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes can be found there. You can uh, comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, you can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. Uh, if you want to help out the show, support the show, go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does the theme music and edited this episode. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. Uh, there's a Facebook group for that uh, a lot of listeners this podcast. A couple of listeners started it. A lot of listeners hang out there. And it's a real nice place. It's uh, sleepingwithpodcast.com slash nods. N-O-D-S. I want to thank our moderators, Alexandra, Laura, Lie to Lie, Jennifer B., Julie C. And that is it. Let's get on to the show. <laughs> 